Hey there, welcome back to the Wild Wellness Podcast. This is episode number 39. I'm so grateful you're here. This is your host, Jenny Holbert, and I'm guessing that if you landed here on this episode, you're someone who enjoys a good workout for the most part, right? Most of the time, you love moving your body. You probably like what workouts do for you physically and mentally. And I know we all struggle from time to time with motivation and feeling energized. We don't always feel like going for that run or lifting at the gym or heading to yoga. But today, that's why we're going to talk about sweating with intention. And really, this is about being intentional with other things in your life too, not just the workouts, but about your life as a whole, your body as a whole, and your health as a whole. So often, I think we just show up for the workout, show up at the gym because we're supposed to do it, or we lace up the running shoes because we're a runner, but yet we're actually in a funk. We don't know what to do. We don't have any goals. We are going through the motions. We don't really feel like doing the workout. And then we get really hard on ourselves when we feel unmotivated and we don't know why. And while it's true that with motivation, there's a lot of factors that can affect it, like when you're stressed from work, that can impact your workout later on. Or if you're tired from a workout, that can impact the rest of your day and your relationships or even your job. Oftentimes, motivation is a result of those factors, but the lack of commitment or intention is often what leads us to this confusion with our workouts as well. So even though when things are tough, these negative feelings tend to move through everything in our lives, bringing intention back to all of it can change everything for the better. Does that make sense? So the first step in understanding how to sweat with intention is having awareness. Knowing how you're feeling is key. Acknowledging that connection between your life, your body, your mindset, all of that is essential. Because on one hand, in my life, running has been this catalyst for making meaningful changes in my body, my life, my mind, and even my work. But I also know that feeling low energy influences all of those things. And the frustration, for example, in not reaching a business goal also impacts my confidence in training or racing. So the challenge, I think, for a lot of us, you can tell me if this re resonates with you, is that when we experience fatigue or overwhelm or a lack of clarity on goals, or maybe even we're in a stressful phase of life or experiencing physical pain, or we're listening to that inner critic just run on repeat, that voice that's saying you're not successful enough, you're not good enough, you're not skinny enough, you're not strong enough, we aren't always aware of it. We sometimes block out these negative emotions or these negative experiences that we're having instead of pausing to realize how they're influencing us as a whole. And I've totally been there too. If you listen to episode number 31, you know that I had to overcome an eating disorder. And because of that, I really noticed that a big piece was having that awareness of my negative emotions and the feelings that I was having and not just the awareness of it, but showing up for it in no matter what it looked like. So because of those lessons that I have had in my life and my background in fitness and the research that I've done, the people I've worked with, I know the power of a holistic approach to well-being and the power of this mind-body connection, which does take into account more than just numbers on a spreadsheet or stopwatch. It's about having that awareness of how we're feeling overall. 
So maybe you're wondering, okay, so how do I motivate myself in those tough moments? I'm aware that I'm feeling crappy. Now, how do I sweat with intention instead of just going through the motions and showing up to work out because I have to or because that's what I think I should do? So I'm going to offer you three steps in this episode that I think will help you build confidence in deciding that and also help you feel more mentally prepared for a workout so that you can sweat with intention. So these are the steps that you're going to want to pull out on the days that you're feeling tired, unmotivated, and you're wondering, should I go work out at all? You just don't feel that strong intention and connection to the next step in the workout. So the first step that I'm going to share is to take inventory of your state. Take a look at the whole you. Think about where you are in terms of your physical body and your mental vibe. Are you feeling energetic and clear? Are you anxious and unsure? Are you feeling fatigued and heavy? Are you happy and excited? And this is especially helpful when you're dealing with some nagging issues. So in other words, maybe you've been ignoring an injury. Maybe you've been rigid and just sticking with that training plan despite the fact that you're not feeling it. The thing is, feeling physically and mentally ready to do whatever you need to do is key to maintaining motivation and sweating with intention. Having that awareness is power. So if you do notice you're feeling low energy and you're experiencing negative feelings consistently, some of the first things that you might want to consider in looking at the whole you would be food and nourishment. Like what are you eating? How are you fueling? What's your relationship been like with food? And how is your water intake? Simple things that we don't always track or uh, become aware of. Next thing you might think of is something like sleep. Are you getting seven to nine hours a night? Are you having um, a lot of times throughout the night that you're waking up? Are you doing anything for yourself like aromatherapy or meditation to help you get a more restful sleep? And then some of the other things that might even be pulling us into that kind of low energy state would be the toxic load that our body's experiencing. And one of the areas of your life that you can look at very simply is the products that you're using in your self-care, the stuff you're putting on your skin, your cleaning products, even the types of food that you're eating. So on a quick side note, in the program that's coming up, Wild Souls, I created a workout journal with guidance on how to track your workouts in a way that helps you see patterns. So you don't stay stuck in wondering why you're not feeling it. It's going to help you to identify not only your personal ebbs and flows so that you understand that better and can get confidence and clarity in your training and in yourself, but also maybe some of these other factors that you might not be thinking about so that you can learn how to simply track them and be able to make changes. So the first step is looking at the whole you, taking inventory of your state. Next is to imagine. Visualize how you want to feel during the workout and even today in general. Like, what's your intention for this training and this workout that you're doing? What do you want to get out of it? How do you want to feel now? How do you want to feel during? How do you want to feel at the end? You can just pick one of those things. You don't have to even think about all of that. Just pick one. How do you want to feel? This helps you to have those clear goals instead of just simply logging miles or getting in reps or checking off another workout class. So when you create a more specific plan for yourself by visualizing what it's going to feel like, 
and what it's going to be like based on what you're going for and where you are today. It really changes how you see it and how you're going to feel even before you start. And you might, if you're a runner, think about the route that you're going to take, the scenery around you, the sounds you might hear, which hills you're going to be running. Even if they're going to be tough, that's actually even better to visualize yourself powering up those hills. The thing about visualizing is your body doesn't know the difference between what you play out in your mind and actually doing it. So you get to choose your intention by visualizing in your mind beforehand. And if you imagine and set that intention for how you want to feel, which doesn't have to take a lot of time, you can just close your eyes for a minute, take a few deep breaths, and set an intention for a beautiful run that can make all the difference. So picture yourself lacing up your shoes, hear your feet hitting the ground, picture what you're going to see in the surroundings, feel the lightness of your legs as you roll over the ground and your arms moving easily alongside your body with no effort at all. Just feel your feet hitting the ground, pushing off powerfully, picture yourself strong and confident and feeling full of energy. And that's just a running example, but you can do this with any workout. It doesn't have to be running. And in fact, it doesn't even have to be workout related. You can do this with any goal because when we envision ourselves doing the thing we want to do or having what we want to have, we put ourselves there in our minds. And when we do that regularly with that same feeling that we're going for in that dream situation, we create it from that place. It's not about waiting to arrive there and then feeling that way. The idea is that you're visualizing, manifesting, and creating it within your body before, right now, in the present. Isn't that amazing? I've been working with my, uh, myself and my goals with this more and more recently, and it is truly incredible. So I really encourage you to try this. So that's imagining, visualizing, feeling it before you do it. Final step is gratitude. What I mean by gratitude is the acceptance of yourself, the belief in your abilities, the confidence that you have and who you are, and that appreciation for your body that can move in whatever way that may look today. Because what we focus on expands. It's said that energy flows where attention goes. So if you often feel down on yourself and you find yourself comparing your body or your abilities to someone else's, what would happen if you focused on gratitude and appreciation for your body? Do you think you'd have more of that? I think so. So comparison, I know, is so easy to do, especially on social media, but it is such a distraction from your own journey and your abilities and who you are is unique and that totally matters. So when you see someone else ahead of you, it's not a reason to slow down because you don't think you can catch them. It's a reason to focus on where you are and give yourself permission to practice where you are, to take action in the ways that you can and run your own race, so to speak. I actually recorded a motivational message for you on this topic in episode number 11, if you want to go back and listen to that. Love and acceptance for yourself is a practice, I know. And it's more than a mantra or a positive statement. It is about practicing those things, but it's also about practicing positivity and gratitude consistently in general on a daily basis throughout your life. Because just like physical strength, mental power develops over time with practice and consistency and being positive goes along with that. 
it's really interesting to me that in research, pessimism has been ranked as a runner's top mental block. So negativity, whether that's self-doubt or comparison, often leads to total self-sabotaging behaviors. When you feel negative, you're going to slow down. You might cut a workout short. You might drop out of a race or you just might stop training altogether. But the good news is we can use our thoughts. We can use our training to fuel our movements and our beliefs, which in turn can create new beliefs about ourselves. So it's about taking action and showing yourself that you can do that and letting that confidence build from that place of action. And in Wild Souls, I'm going to share some really simple and practical ways to help you build that self-appreciation and manage the inner critic so you can reach your goals. Some of these things you'll literally do while you're working out or running, or you'll do them as part of a morning routine while you're brushing your teeth. So it's going to be really simple. And the three steps that I just shared with you really flow together. So whole you, intention, and gratitude. Considering where you are, setting an intention based on that, and then loving and appreciating yourself for what you can accomplish are the three steps that I want to offer you. I'm guessing, though, before I go, that you might be curious about what this might look like as a practical application. So picture this. You take inventory of the whole you. You're feeling kind of tight and stiff before you're heading out for a workout. And you're pretty overwhelmed from the day. Your mind's kind of running quite busy with a lot of things that you have been dealing with. So you've been sitting at the computer as well, working on a deadline, so you are feeling that stiffness. So when you imagine how moving will feel, you picture a yoga flow. You picture this easy movement with breath, feeling flexible with a clear mind. You might even picture water and how it flows nice and easily. And as you come upon gratitude and appreciation, you realize that your shoulders are tight, but you can move them around. And you start to stretch them out in a different direction to help you feel more open and flexible, knowing that the ability to move and do that is something that you do love. So you decide in order to feel flexible with a clear mind, you're going to do yoga with the intention of moving in flow and visualizing that water. As another example, maybe you are feeling tired and unmotivated. You take inventory, you think about the whole you, you are feeling tired physically, you're unmotivated mentally, feeling kind of frustrated with that. So you were planning to do an intense interval workout. And you imagine actually doing the workout with energy and power. You take a few deep breaths as you visualize the run. That helps you to become more aware of your body and how you're truly going to feel. And you imagine feeling energized during the run instead of burnout and tired. And then if you're going to move to appreciating where you are, you remember that you've actually gone out on days before when you were tired and you ended up having a great run. So maybe you have more in you than what you're feeling right now. So you decide that you're going to warm up for 15 minutes because that doesn't sound so hard. Remember, you're not that motivated. So 15 minutes sounds manageable. Like I can do that. And then you're going to see how you feel. And if you're not sure, you'll maybe do one or two of those intervals, and then you're going to tune into your body again and check in. See, the thing about motivation is that sometimes it's a little tricky. How many times have you gone out for the workout, not really feeling like it in the beginning, but then you felt better as you went and you realized it was the right thing? 
It's totally happened to me before. So I'm all for listening to your body in the beginning, but I also know that sometimes that initial interpretation is wrong and I just need to get moving and set myself a small manageable step, like 10 or 15 minutes and just trying one or two intervals and then tuning in again. So knowing what's best and knowing yourself more comes with practice and experience. So keep at this and you'll get better at knowing your body and tuning in with awareness. I hope those couple practical examples helped you. Now there's one more thing that you're gonna wanna pay attention to. These steps are one of those things that are easy to do and easy not to do, like a lot of things, right? So you may think to yourself, is this really gonna make that much of a difference? Seems like kind of a small thing. Well, it's kind of like your workouts, like running. The two miles that you do today, the two miles that you do tomorrow isn't really going to be enough in and of itself to take you to a different level as a runner or get you ready for that half marathon. But it's the miles added up, right? It's the daily practice of running and showing up. The consistent movement of your body in that way that prepares you and gives you the practice and changes you to ultimately be different. So if you want something different than what you have now, then you have to do something that you've never done. And it is those small steps added up because when you hear yourself saying, this isn't gonna make that much of a difference, just take the next step. Because knowing something in your head and practicing it is very different because that embodying of this practice is really where it's at. So remember, this is something you can use when you start to feel unmotivated or unclear about your workout or other life decisions. Try doing a whole body scan, becoming aware of how you're feeling physically and mentally. Imagine how you're going to show up and set an intention and then boost your confidence with appreciation for who you are and what you can be grateful for. Remember, when things don't quite go as planned, which they don't always do, injuries, roadblocks, life stressors, whatever it may be, you have the power to believe something different, to take a different step, and to sweat with intention or do anything that you choose to do with more intention. So if you love this topic of sweating with intention, you'll have to check out Wild Souls, which is coming soon. It's my new online wellness circle for women where I'll offer you the tools and teachings for you to use nature as a guide in wellness, workouts, and life. And when it opens up, there's going to be a limited number of spots. So if you want to be the first to know when it launches, go to jennyholbert.com forward slash wild to get on the list. And that link for Wild Souls will also be in the show notes. Now, before I go, next week on the podcast, I'll be talking about workout myths that hold women back. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you don't want to miss this episode, especially if you've ever asked, should I skip the workout today? Because I'll be talking about the most common beliefs that hold women back with feeling strong and confident in workouts. I cannot wait to share it with you. And until then, go live your one wild life.